You know, I don't always work on John Deere tractors in the middle of a field, 90 degrees and sweating. But when I do, I always listen to Certified Wrench Podcast. And you should too. Whether you're a mechanic, field mechanic, operator, you want to check out a good podcast, check out Colton over at Certified Wrench Podcast. Yeah, you might just learn something. Not to work out in the heat. What's up, guys? Welcome back. I'm Colton McCormack, and this is the Certified Wrench Podcast. Doing something a little different today. Going solo. Um, no particular reason. I just I worked a lot of hours this week. Didn't want to schedule anybody because I knew I'd be on call this weekend. So here we are. Anyway, uh, a lot of people ask questions. You know, uh, what kind of music do I listen to, or what do I listen to throughout the day? And a lot of people want to know more about me. So. This is probably going to be a short episode just to fill in the weekend and, you know, uh, I've got a lot of stuff planned for this coming week, especially with a, a guest I'm going to have on. I think you guys will enjoy it and uh, I know you guys are looking forward to it because of all the requests I get for this fella. Um, with that being said, i got to give a shout out to Jeff Haney with his, his wonderful Instagram shout out um, that I played at the beginning here. Uh, he looked pretty miserable in the in the video. He was all sweaty, hydraulic leak on the machine, and I was lucky enough to get a shout out from him. So that was pretty cool. Uh, so thank you, sir. Anyway, um, so I listen to shit everything, uh, country music, rap, rock. I like to listen to a lot of metal stuff. Um, I listen to Every morning, uh, from back home in Sacramento, California, if you if y'all from there or know about it, you know which radio station I'm talking about, 98 Rock. And uh, I grew up with this radio show, and uh, it's kind of like a uh, a a blanket for me. And uh, I gotta listen to it every morning. It's changed a lot in the past few years, and I really don't like some of the the lineup that's on it, but. I can't not listen to it, if that makes any sense. But, uh, yeah, that's what I listen to every morning. They're on there from 6 to 10 out there. Um, but, yeah, this is, uh, let's see. I listen to a lot of uh, the Texas Red Dirt Country stuff since I've been out here. I really love it, and it's local stuff, and, you know, they support local and it's uh it's great. So yeah, I, I listen to a, a band called Reed South Hall Band, and uh, this is a joke song, I guess that they made. Here we are, and there we went. But yeah, I listen to a lot of a lot of different stuff. I listen to if if I'm listening to rap though I listen to a lot of like the old school Eight Ball and MJG and UGK and stuff like that Tupac, but uh, it's just stuff I grew up with and uh, I don't really like the new stuff. It, it, it's got to be really catchy if I like it. But and I also listen to stuff like this. This is one of my intro songs that I use sometimes and. It just reminds me of the good old skateboarding days, you know, uh, 
like junior high, early high school stuff, and this just something about the song just takes me back, and uh, I really enjoy it. But when it comes to like rock and stuff like that, I don't listen to anything that gets played on the radio. I like, if I'm listening to something, it's got to be like Hatebreed or, or Lamb of God or even old school like Under Oath. That, that's my screamo days, you know. But uh, listen to stuff like this. But when I'm not listening to music, I'm a big podcast freak. I've been kind of narrowing my selection lately and, you know, getting a feel for what I like to listen to. Um, but I got to give it to my boys, you know, my Sweat and Grime. They're, uh, something about their podcast is super catchy to me. A lot of people don't like podcasts, and that's okay. Um, but, uh, you know... Brian was sweating grime, Rick and Matt, they're all, you know, a bunch of good dudes and they've become pretty good friends of mine over the past, I don't know, six months, five, six months. And, uh, you know, Brian goes out of his way to help me as much as he can because I have no idea what I'm doing. This is hard enough doing this by myself, talking to myself, looking at a computer screen. So, um, but usually when I have any questions, he, uh, he helps me out, but I gotta give the shout out to the guy, so listen to this. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to Sweat and Grime. It's Brian, we got Matt and Rick, and then on the phone, we actually have the wife of one of our previous guests. As you guys remember from a couple weeks ago, uh, we had Colton McCormack on. Tonight, we have his wife, Kate McCormack on. Kate, how are you this evening? So, like I said before, a bunch of great dudes. Um, had a blast being on their podcast and I didn't, didn't even know who they were until a friend of mine, uh, on Instagram was a guest on their podcast, sweat and grime. And, you know, I'm like, this was a great episode. I got to be part of this. So I approached them, you know, like, Hey, I'd like to be on your podcast. I'm just now firing mine up. And, you know, so we got in touch with Matt Totten and filled out a questionnaire and it was kind of all history from there. And it was on there and, for some reason we just kept in touch all of us and i ended up having dinner with brian not too long ago here in uh in waco texas and it was just nice to sit down with him and his wife and just bullshit and talk about podcasts and and life in general and uh you know he's just just a great dude and you know not only is he running jesus not only is he running the sweat and grime podcast he started out with the youtube channel diesel and iron which is one of my favorite uh, YouTubes to watch or YouTubes. You know what I mean. And then n now they've got uh, the Dealer Down Low podcast, which is kind of based around the trade still, but they are focused more on the dealer side of it. And uh, it it's pretty interesting. You know, they've had some pretty good guests on there. But anyway, enough about that. Brian, thank you for all your help. And I hope you like this shout out. Um, so, so in the first episode, 
I kind of gave a brief rundown of my history, you know, jumping around jobs and trying to figure out life. And it, it was tough through the years. You know, I got laid off uh, from a job that I had just started at one point and worked nights in a freezer. I, the stuff I kind of left out, um, just jumping around trying to figure out because just, you know, at the age of 21 or whatever, it was still hard to find work because the recession was just coming out of whatever. And I had quit my good job, my first job, uh, because I thought I wanted to do something different. And I went to work for a, a different guy and worked there for, I don't know, a month and a half and ended up getting laid off. It sucked. Uh, so I went and my son was just born at the time and scrambling just to pay rent and keep my truck note paid, you know, and, uh, so I went to work for an ice cream company at one time and working nights in the freezers, driving forklift and loading pallets for like 12 bucks an hour. It was miserable. We're starting at like 11 o'clock at night, working till 11 a.m. And yeah, it sucked. Something that uh, a lot of people don't know about me is back in the, the days of working for the repo company, I bought my first brand new Harley and thought that I wanted to be a big outlaw. I wanted to be in a motorcycle club. So I started running with a motorcycle club and, uh, that's all I'm going to say about that. But I am glad to be out of that lifestyle, you know, running solo now and just riding with friends is so much better. Um, yeah, <laughs> you know, I thought I was going to be a big badass, watch Sons of Anarchy and learn how to be an outlaw. I'm just kidding about that. I hated that show. Nothing like the real thing. Same with the repo shows that you watch. Repo shows are stupid. I've lived the life. <laughs> yeah, I don't even get me started. Anyway, um, I have two children. My son is 12 and my daughter is almost five. Um, I don't want to get too far into that just because I like to keep that part of my life private. Uh, I am working on a project with my son uh, to do a podcast and I think it's pretty funny. But I think I'm going to wait because he'll be here in a couple of weeks and I think we're just going to do an in-person podcast and let you guys get to know him a little better because he's, he's quite the character, got quite the personality. Anyway, enough about me. Um, if you guys want to know anything else about me, feel free to message me. You know, give me topic, subjects, whatever. Uh, and I can either reply to you, you know, through the message or we can talk about it some other time on the podcast. Uh, I kind of want to jump into a couple of topics here. One that's uh, really bugging me, um, you know, we've talked about multiple times, cutthroat industry, um, and people willing to do anything to get you to come work for them. I was, I, if you can remember, I talked about this in my first episode. Uh, I had left the construction deer dealership to go work for the deer ag dealership that's local here. And, uh, they ended up sending me, I think, I was in Arkansas and Louisiana for the three of the four weeks that I was working there. And basically I told them to shove it in their ass. And, uh, last week 
they gave me a call and said, you know, we're willing to do anything to get you come back to work for us. And I'm like, sitting there like, why? First of all, you know, I, I quit abruptly. Basically I unloaded my tools and said, here you go. Bye. Um, but apparently one of the big bosses, you know, threw my, my resume through again and was like, we need to get this guy back on this from what they're telling me. And I basically said, you know, first of all, the ag side doesn't pay well in certain places. And I said, you couldn't afford me for what I make now. And, uh, I said, if I were to leave my perfectly good job now, I would want a management position, upper management position. And they're just like, huh? Okay. Well, throw us a number. And I'm like, no, 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 no. I'm, I don't want to leave my job. I have a perfectly good job now and they treat me really well. So no, thank you. And just something about that phone call rubbed me the wrong way. It's just the, they're looking to fill spots. So, and people are hard to find right now and they're willing to do anything. Well, that's what you told me last time. And you lied to me because I told you I didn't want to travel because I was traveling currently and, uh, look what I was doing. So no, thank you. Um, yeah, it, it just, something about it pissed me off and I, I have just been thinking about it. So I wanted to talk about that and, uh, you know, don't listen to what some of these companies have to say. I've, it's happened to me twice now and luckily I have fallen into a position to where I'm able to move up. You know, I'm not getting told that, no, you're too valuable in this position. You know, it's, yeah, definitely, you know, we want to get you where you want to be. And I work for a small company where you think you couldn't move up. But I think my boss has some future plans for me, and uh, I'm just sitting back and waiting and enjoying what I do now. And uh, so, yeah, if you're thinking about making that leap, make sure you do your research, talk to certain people. And, you know, it's not all about chasing money. If they're offering you a bunch of money, make sure that there's regular raises after that and make sure you know they're providing certain things for you if you're getting provided certain things now um it's just tough to say i mean it's it's cutthroat right now and people are willing to do anything we had a we are looking for another mechanic right now because i'm i'm running solo and it's starting to uh it's starting to wear on me just a little bit but that's okay I'm doing what I got to do. And uh, we we hired a guy. And the day he was supposed to start, he calls and says, well, the, the people that I'm working for now offered me more money to stay. But he came in unhappy with his position because they l- lied to him to get him to come work there. And now he's staying because they're paying him more money. It just, it, it, I have no idea what people think when, you know, they stay at a job that they're unhappy for or with because now they're making more money. I understand money talks, but I'd rather not make a shit ton of money and be happy with what I do. You know, one thing that to look at is, you know, I probably don't make as much money as some of the guys I used to work with now, but, um, 
I was, I would have been on that fast track if I stayed at the dealership, but that's okay. I mean, that couple bucks ain't worth it to me to be stressed out all the time and hate going to work. And, uh, I just don't know how to stress it enough. I, you know, there's plenty of jobs out there right now that'll treat you good if you do the right research and, and I've already said it. Can't say it again. Um, it's not worth putting up with the bullshit and it just, it, it boggles my mind that people will stay because they get offered more money. But anyway, enough about that. I'll shut up. So a topic that comes to mind, um, a lot of people have asked, you know, if we could talk about this, but I haven't really had the chance to talk to anybody about it because a lot of the people that are on are either, you know, working for themselves or work for a dealership. And it's, the transition from dealership to private company and the best way to describe it is sometimes maybe good sometimes maybe shit <laughs> but uh no nah, it's not that bad you know you have your days where you're stupid busy or you have your days where it's just the same old you know hydraulic line or or dead batteries here you know go figure out if we need to put batteries in or jump start it you know the deal um, the hardest part for me when I was transitioning from dealership to private company was, um, you know, I was always worried about my time on jobs and working on these machines. And my boss kept having to tell me to just slow down. I'm not worried about that. Let's just get the machine fixed and fixed right. You know, if it takes you a little bit longer, that's fine with me, you know. And that was hard for me because I was always trying to blow through shit and worried about what's next. And, but now I've gotten used to the way things go. You know, we have about, I think, 12 crews, and there's anywhere from six to 10 guys on each crew, maybe more. I, I'm not really sure. I don't pay attention that much. But, and we have a lot of pieces of equipment, and some days it's balls to the wall, and other days it's there ain't nothing going on. And my boss is like, I'd rather see you sweeping the floor, you know, because that means that we're doing our job. And I never even thought of it that way. And, uh, you know, now I'm, I'm, I'm used to it and, and I appreciate the way that he thinks about that type of stuff because I always think I'm trying to, I got to bust ass, you know, but like with that being said, one of the hardest parts for me with this job is I am, I was a diagnostic tech, um, the the dealership I worked for, you know, we diagnosed and repaired, but that was like the best part of my job, in my opinion, is I got to diagnose and fix it. Sometimes with my job now, I don't do any diagnostics and it that bugs me. <laughs> I like a challenge. Some days it's, hey, this water truck needs a cable or something for one of the gates or, you know, we have a coupler line leaking on this excavator. We need to go figure out what's going on with it and get a new hose or, and then some days, you know, when I do get to diagnose something and I'm all about it. And, uh, but yeah, that's something I definitely miss about the, the dealership life. Um, but I've got, I've got another good one here. I thought was pretty good. When in your career did tools become a need and not a want? Um, for me, myself, I've always needed what I've gotten. I haven't gotten anything that I just wanted unless it was for the house, you know, or in my garage. 
but as far as tooling on my service truck or, you know, when I was in the shop, everything that I bought was a need. So when I first started at 17 years old or 18 years old, everything that I was putting in my box and spending money on, even though I couldn't really afford it, I needed. Um, you know, I started off with a little craftsman box and hand-me-down tools and I was getting by, but I knew I needed to spend the money. And, um, but lately over the past few years, you know, stuff I've been getting, um, it's either been updating stuff or like, I really liked my little snap on impact little guy. Um, that was, I borrowed it from somebody and thought it was the bad, a badass little tool. So I got it because I wanted it. And I spent the money and, uh, yeah, I, I hate talking about tools. <laughs> God damn it. But you guys always get me. Um, but yeah, uh, lately I've been wanting to get more stuff. Um, kind of, kind of updating some of the stuff that I have that I got when I was 17 or 18. And, um, you know, I'm starting to lean towards the Milwaukee side, um, I've got my DeWalt Mac tools, half inch and three eighths gun that I think my half inch is starting to tire out a little bit. So I'm kind of looking into Milwaukee. Um, you guys suck, <laughs> but yeah, that's, uh, that's kind of a want and a need in my opinion. Um, I use my electric stuff a lot. I hardly use air unless I'm using my air hammer or air drill or, any of that stuff. That's all I have to say about that. So I'm sorry if you hear a rattling noise in the background. Uh, I have an AC vent above me that keeps rattling and it's pissing me off, but there's nothing really I can do about it right now. <laughs> so uh, just know you're not the only one going crazy. So a big topic for me right now is, you know, it's hard to find people. And I'm trying to figure out something, some way, who, when, where, and what of how we can all somehow get together, somehow collaborate, you know, whether it be podcast people, YouTube people, something, and try to reach younger folks that are wanting to go to college or, you know, wanting to get in this trade, but not sure how or you know, nobody's wanting to take the chance on them, how we can help the younger generation realize that, you know, the, the trades are, can be a good thing to get into. And, uh, you know, if you get into it early enough, you know, you could set yourself up for life. And, uh, so that's one thing that I'm trying to figure out, you know, I want to dive into it heavy and, uh, figure out, you know, how we can connect with these people and, come together and help connect with these people and uh you know if if anybody has any suggestions you know feel free to get a hold of me you know um it, it's it's a hard subject to figure out you know and with so many people pushing college right now and um a lot of people don't even know about this industry so we need to come together and figure out how to, how to help. And, uh, yeah. And I don't know how you guys are still listening to me. I feel like I'm rambling, but, uh, if you're there still, thank you. <laughs>
So another topic for me uh, is actually this podcast, Certified Wrench Podcast. Um, it's been really tough doing this and trying to, you know, figure out recording times with folks. I've got got a lot of people lined up to be on and then people also approaching me to be on. So, you know, there's plenty of people there. Um, it's just finding the time through the week, you know, not knowing schedules, uh, different time zones, especially people like across the pond in, in England and Australia. That's the whole reason why I haven't gotten anybody on from across the pond yet is, uh, you know, like Australia, I think they're like 14 hours ahead. So that's tough to figure out. Um, you know, I've been working a lot, a lot lately and, uh, you know, being on call on weekends, not knowing if I'm going to work or getting called out. Like I got called out this weekend and I had somebody kind of lined out and, uh, ended up having to cancel. That's happened two weekends in a row. Um, and with this summer approaching, uh, my, my son comes out every summer to, uh, stay with us. And so I'm debating on how I want to work this. If I want to switch the podcast to every two weeks, which I know a lot of you are going to hate, <laughs> but, uh, you know, time wise, I might have to do it unless I can figure out ways to record, to pre-record and edit, and then get everything released on Sundays like I've been doing. Um, but that's going to take a lot of work on planning and scheduling and, you know, hopefully everybody can make things work. But we're going to try our hardest. I hope I'm not going to have to switch to every two weeks. Um, but yeah, that's that's where my brain's at on this podcast deal. It's it's tough. Um, but with that being said, you know, the support has been amazing. Um, the shout outs, you know, ZK Master Tech, Zeth, that guy, he gives me shout outs on YouTube all the time. And it's great. You know, I get new followers all the time. The Instagram's growing like crazy. Uh, I started that TikTok and that thing just blew up just because of one stupid video. <laughs> and, uh, you know, Facebook's growing slowly. The website seems to be doing very well. Um, like I said, I'm new to all this and have no idea what I'm doing. Got this fancy new soundboard. Don't know how to use it. It's hard to set up sounds, obviously. That's one thing I'm working on is the, I know in the past, episodes either it's hard to hear me or it's hard to hear whoever the guest is on the phone and that's what we're trying to figure out right now and I'm not really sure why because I've been adjusting the volumes properly and so I don't know if it's the actual deal that I'm I'm using or the the program or whatever I'm sending the podcast through to upload um psh, psh. I guess we'll learn and figure it out. So, like, I get approached a lot by people, advice, you know, on st different stuff. And it's, uh, I was communicating with a fellow the other day, and he's a shop tech, and he wants to get into a truck super bad, but service manager doesn't think he's ready. And uh, after him explaining, you know, why, why he wasn't ready, you know, I kind of agreed with the service manager he, uh, he, he was strong suited in most things except for hydraulics. And he wanted to know how he could better himself in that. And the best advice I could give to somebody or anybody, you know, wanting to know the same thing, um, 
my best advice is you got to know your system. Um, you know, I, I'm a deer guy. I know about cats. I know how to use sis somewhat, but my go-to is service advisor for everything. That's all I know. And in service advisor, there's theory of operation for just about anything you can think of. Um, controllers, hydraulic, electrical, you name it. Um, if you need to know how that system works to narrow down your diagnostic on something, you read theory of operation and then you go through the diagnostic procedure if needed. You start to learn the, the systems and how they work and you can usually diagnose with your brain. Um, but if you, if you learn these systems, whether it's hydraulic, hydrostat, you know, electrical, uh, however, it should improve your, your diagnostics a lot. Um, and if you're at a dealership and they're doing training for machines or machine families, take advantage of it. You learn a lot. And, uh, that's the best thing I ever did. But yeah, it's, that's the advice I gave him is know your systems, you know, learn how to diagnose those systems and learn how to step by step, you know, narrow down everything, you know, start from where the system starts to where it ends and somewhere in that middle <laughs> is going to be your issue. So, you know, it, it, it blows my mind that people are coming to me, just some, some guy that's a mechanic that has a podcast that sucks in my opinion. <laughs> uh, they're coming to me for advice and, uh, I, I give it, give the, Give the advice the best way I know possible is the way I know how to do it. And, uh, yeah, I mean, if, if anybody's got any advice, you know, um, help, help people, you know, don't keep it all to yourself. That's the best thing you can do with your knowledge is spread it because you might know something somebody else doesn't. And in my opinion, you're kind of an asshole. If you don't help somebody, unless they're an asshole, then do whatever you want with it. But I think that's going to be it for me on this episode. I didn't want to do nothing too long because this was really hard to do by myself. Um, so with that being said, if you have any questions for me, uh, topic discussions, anything like that, uh, advice you know, like I'm trying to talk about right now, um, please, you know, feel free to email me, shoot me a message on, on Instagram or Facebook, or, you know, you can contact me through the website, uh, certified wrench podcast at gmail.com. Um, the website is certified wrench podcast.com Instagram, you know, the deal. Um, but yeah, please leave me some reviews. Uh, whatever you want to do. If you like the podcast, give me five stars on iTunes, Spotify, whatever you listen to on. And uh, merch is out there. You know where to find the link. Anyway, appreciate you listening. Sorry this wasn't a uh, big, long episode. and But I got lots of plans for you, and I think you'll be pretty happy about it. Anyway, appreciate you for listening. Until next time, we'll see you.